Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to yet another beautiful episode of The Morale Booster with John Ugulu. If you can hear me, can you please type, I can hear you in the comment section. I would also love to know what your name is and what city you're, you're, you're listening from. And um, today we have another very talented, very interesting guest all the way from Colorado. But before I introduce this guest to you, I want to remind everybody watching this program now to please remember to like and share the video. Like and share this video because you might be saving the life of that one person who has been waiting for a lifetime to hear this message. So I trust you. I know you will do that. So today I have all the way from Colorado. Her name is Donna Hobley. Donna is the founder of Melanin in America, which was started back in July 2017 as a hobby. She had just graduated from college with a bachelor's degree in fine arts as a first generation student. Wow. During this time, there were continuous incidents of harmful stereotypes of the black community in the news, among other things. Thus, her melanin face pillows were created as an outlet to break away from the traumatizing narrative and stereotypes that plague those in the black community. So ladies and gentlemen, I want you to join me to welcome to Today's episode, Donna Hobley. Donna, thank you for joining me on the program. Hi, thank you for having me. It's Super excited pleasure. to be here. Right, it's my pleasure. So Donna, thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to come on this program. It's going to be an interesting one, an informative one also at that. So um, I would want to go straight to the first question that I have for you. And that question is, what motivated you to, you know, we know there was a stereotype in uh, mm -hmm. the black community, but how did you choose such a niche? Because, you know, it's, it's a very unique niche. Please. Yes, yes. How you, you chose that? So um, I was in school at the time when I started my entrepreneurial endeavor, and it was kind of um, seeing representation from other people in different places, like um, when you go to the store and you're shopping, because I love to shop, and you see just like these white pillows with the little faces on them. And I'm like, okay, I'm in dorm rooms, I'm in college. I see that all the time, but I never really saw the representation of brown faces and never was like a normal thing or an okay thing. And so where there was no representation there, I wanted to bring representation, especially right. because home is a safe place for me. Home is a space where I want to come and feel comfortable and feel like this is my environment and this is my space. So having all of that considered when I was in college, that was like a sanctuary. And I wanted to create a space where I felt like I seen myself and other people can see themselves. So that's where the home decor, the pillows with the faces came from basically. Right, that's, that's awesome. You know, I love what you're doing, keep it up. You know, a lot of people need to really learn from you. You know, you, you are, a, a young, talented lady, and I know you definitely were 
faced with a lot of challenges when you first started. Mm-hmm. Can you please share with us what those major challenges you encountered before starting your business were? So one of the challenges is speaking up for yourself and knowing how to speak up for yourself. Because when you're starting a business, what I did was go to vendor events because I wanted to get my product out there. I wanted to engage with the audience and see if this was something that was relevant, see if this was something that people actually wanted and get their feedback. So speaking out for myself came in, where am I going to be placed at the vendor event? Am I going to be in the back of the room where nobody sees me and the customers don't walk by? Or how do, how do I negotiate being in the front of the room? How do I do that? Um, and basically, what is my rapport with the people who are putting on this event so that I can come back next year instead of just being like, I signed up, I did the thing, and I didn't engage with anybody. It's a, it's a networking process. So you have to speak up for yourself. You have to be confident and say, hey, where are you placing me? How does that make sense? And also learning how to network with not just your customers, but with the people who are running the event. Your customers could be anybody. You don't know who's walking up to your booth and introducing themselves just because they're interested in your product. You don't know what they have to offer. So speaking up for yourself in those three areas of like, where am I place myself? Who's my customer? And then who is behind the scenes that I need to be networking with? Wow, that's awesome. Ladies and gentlemen, if you are still listening to the program, please just indicate by telling us you can hear us. We just want to be sure we are not Mm -hmm. talking to ourselves. Thank you so much for that. Now, you made mention about being able to speak up for yourself. Mm -hmm. And you also talked about negotiation and communication, which are actually paramount when it comes to positioning yourself for success. I love that. So when, you know, there are a lot of people out there who feel they need some form of approval from the environment, from the people around them, family members, before Mm -hmm. they can get motivated. Did you get any of that from friends and family members? Did people discourage you? Did they say your dream was too big? (laughs) So, of course, there was the mixture of not supporting you until you get to where they're like, oh, this is something that's real. I definitely had that in the beginning when I created it as a hobby. It was just like, let's see where this can go. And then within a week or so, that's when I got my first customer. And I was like, okay, this could be real. Yeah, I wasn't expecting that because I was just doing the basic, put it on Instagram. I'm going to just show you what the product is throw a couple of hashtags. I was brand new to the game. And then I saw that I could actually get a customer. And so um, that's where I was like, this could pick up, this could be something. And then there was the discouragement of like, nobody's seen this before. So why would I want this? And seeing if it actually worked. But it was more of listening to the conversations on my own personal feed anyways. People saying they don't feel like they're being represented, seeing like the stereotypes and the negative things and the trauma, like hearing that and then trying to solve it and give it a response. And um, of course it was met with, I don't know if this is gonna work, but that's why I went to the vendor events. And that's why I tried it out small first, see what people thought, see if this was something like they wanted to do. The first vendor event that I did, that's where I sold out all of the pills that I had purchased. So it was clearly something that people were needing at that time, people were engaging with. And um, yeah, and then after that, I, I did get some support from my friends. A lot of my friends and my family members 
bought my pillows and things like that. But I know that's not a typical thing. And that's not right. something I, I knew that it wasn't going to be a typical thing when I first did it. So it wasn't something I was expecting. I wasn't trying to lean on if they buy it, then it's something that's good because what if they're not my target audience? You know, right. so I wasn't trying to lean on that. I, I was bracing myself beforehand and oh. saying, okay, if I'm looking for who my customer is, not if my family is that customer, because I they could be or they couldn't be. So right, right, right. That's that's good. That's that's a great one. I love that. And um, you talked about getting your first customer after the first week. That look, that mm -hmm. was awesome. You know. Not everyone gets lucky that way, mm -hmm. right? So for those people who are listening to the program right now, she is currently adding value to lives, to people's lives. She created something that is actually needed. Mm -hmm. So it was, you know, she, she had a good start. So when they say add value to people's lives, whatever you're doing, you should be 100% sure that you are adding value to people's lives. Am I right, uh, Donna? Yes, you are absolutely correct. I believe in, if there's a pain point for it, then you should go after it. That's what I believe. Um, I think uh, a lot of people will want to create something, but they feel like, okay, I can't do that, or I don't know how to do that. But is there a pain point and is there a niche there? Because someone could be selling lip gloss or whatever, but you come in with a niche and you're adding something that's not been out there before, that somebody needed, wanted to express themselves in that way. And so I, I definitely think that's an important thing. You need to find your pain point. You need to know if this is something that adds value um, and who who's it adding value for. Hey, exactly. That's awesome. Thank you. That's brilliant. I love that. Yeah. So I've got one question that typically people find as a normal paradigm. Mm -hmm. Did you ever work as an employee before becoming an entrepreneur? Yes. So I still currently do that. My mission here is to have my job fund my dream, fund my entrepreneurship. That's kind of I the goal. That. You set yeah. it up that way um, because you're going to take a lot of risk. And you're going to need to be able to balance and budget for that. If you don't have funds to pull from, then you're just then you got to find: Am I doing grants? What am I doing? So I'm still an entrepreneur, or I'm still a business. I still work as an employee because I love that craft and I hone that craft and I use that to fuel my entrepreneurship. And that's kind of the the balance that I'm doing right now. All right, that's great. So before I delve into that strategic plan that you have. Mm -hmm. What do you do as an employee? I am a visual designer. It's basically like a graphic designer. Right. We make ads, billboards, banners, logos, things like that. So my oh, okay. artistry fuels my other art, basically. Right. That's, that's great. So basically, your calling is in designs, art. Mm -hmm. So what you are doing as your day job is not too different from what you are doing as a business. So you use the, yes. the you use that that craft, that uh, skill of yours to develop a business, which is awesome. Yes. You know, yesterday I I you know talked about strategic planning, and your process has a lot of strategic plan attached to it. 
which means you have a job. So I say typically use your nine to five to finance your five to nine because yes. your business needs a lot of money for marketing and for connections, mm -hmm. networking, etc. So can you please emphasize more on the importance of not letting go of that job which provides the paycheck? Yeah. Unless you are 100% sure that your business has grown to the level where it can sustain both your personal life and the business itself. Can you please talk, throw more light on that? Well, one of the, the main things as I was starting my um, business was I have this job. I know one thing I take tools and little tips from the job. So like you said, um, my design work leads into the work that I'm doing as an entrepreneur. And right. so that means marketing, that means email marketing, that means what are my clients doing and what can I take from what they're doing to make my business a success. Right. And if I don't have anything to pull from because you're not gonna get your knowledge from just one place. That's right. like, if you're learning a language, you can't just go to Spanish class and learn it. You have to interact in different areas. And so that's the same thing with business. You're not gonna get what you're looking for in just one place. You have to dig up a couple of things here and there. And so what I use my job as, not just my income to fund this, because like I said, you're gonna have to take a lot of risk. You're gonna have to try out different things, whether you're um, using it for creating ads or creating a physical banner or to get your product in, you're gonna need money for that. Um, it's not just going to be like, I got a grant and that's going to suffice because sometimes you don't get investors until you got to sustain until you can get those investors. It doesn't right. just come like, I got an investor now. It's, it's a long process. There are things that you need to set your business up for. So when you're doing a presentation to an investor, they're going to be asking about like, who's your audience? How much money have you already raised? Stuff like that. And if right. you, I haven't raised anything, I was waiting on you. It doesn't really help anybody like Okay, that doesn't tell me what you can do, what your business is capable of, all of those things. So that's why I keep my job and I use my job as a way of gaining more knowledge for what I can potentially do for Melanin America and where I could take it, basically. Awesome. That's great. If you're still listening to the program, it's Donna Hobley. And please remember to like and share this video, share this broadcast on all your networks because you might just be saving the life of that one person who has been waiting for a lifetime to hear this message. That's why we're bringing it here to you. The essence of this program is to provide coaching and mentorship to those people who truly need it. Donna, thank you so much. You, 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 you are doing a great job. So what's your take on mentorship? I like the idea of giving not just children, but people who are in the process of entrepreneurship, giving them what they need in that moment. So I do enjoy mentorship. I do enjoy, like I have my own mentor as well to get knowledge from. I think it's important because if we're trying to build not just generational wealth for your family, but for the community, you need to pass on those seeds of knowledge so that the next generation can elevate that. And that's something that's super important. So. Right, that's great. I love that. You know, it's it's paramount. It's very important for mm -hmm. you to have someone who will give you that roadmap to where you're going. It makes life easier for you as an entrepreneur. It makes life mm -hmm. easier for you as an individual. So thank you so much for sharing that. Mm -hmm. And 
this is a new year. If we forgot to tell everybody watching right now, happy new year. I am saying that to you. Happy new year. 2021 is a year full of blessings. But the thing is, you all need to start working because things would not just come to you. Mm -hmm. So, Donna, I know 2020 had a lot of challenges, both to business, uh, I mean, business owners mm -hmm. and to individuals. How has um, the pandemic and the, the challenges of 2020 prepared you now for the future? It has thrown a curve that has made me think, okay, if I can balance through this, then I can get through whatever is in 2021. And it forces you to be flexible and right. to not hold on to, this was my plan throughout the whole year. You have to shift and you have to be willing to say, okay, it can't be this way, but maybe it could be this way. And what is my next pivot? What is my next thing that I'm going to do? That's kind of what it's prepared me for because uh, initially I was going to vendor events and that's how I was meeting people and engaging with my customers that were local. But it's been transformed into being emailing and engaging with people who are on Facebook Live and other things like that and engaging the customers in the digital world. So I had to shift in that way and just basically um, see where my other um, areas of reach were and who is connecting with me and looking into blogs that already do what I'm looking for. So because I do home decor things, what are blogs that reach out to that? What are blogs that are already speaking about that? And then reaching out to them and how do I engage with them and how do I get my product seen in that way? So that's kind of what 2020 is like. You need to pivot and be flexible. That's great. Lovely. Okay. So you have been mentioning things like networking. Mm -hmm. What's your advice for that entrepreneur who does not have that high level of, you know, who does not have that skill or oh, yes. knowledge about internet, digital networking? Because right now networking can be done from even the comfort of your home. Mm -hmm. So what's your advice to that entrepreneur who still doesn't believe in digital marketing or digital interaction? Uh, take the risk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, the idea would be to take the risk, even if you don't believe it, even if you give it like 20 seconds of belief, then then try something out. You, you don't know where that path is going to go if you don't try and utilize it. You have to dig up those areas. Um, right. For those people who don't use um, the digital forum, there is still people who print things like um, locally here, we have um, blogs that are online, but they also print too. And you can reach out to them through print and they'll put you up on the digital. Um, getting an Instagram and Facebook are just simple, basic things that you could do just so people know where your location is, how they can call you, because a lot of your audience you're missing is on the digital, is on the internet. And so if you're not engaging with them, you're missing out on people who would love your niche. Like if you made little hats for dogs or something like that, and we can't find you, you know, so put yourself out there, take the risk, believe for 20 seconds that this is something that could work and try from there. I know in the beginning when I was networking, I used to go to those big network events and I am an introvert. 
So I was not like super like, yeah, I can network with people and get their contacts. I wasn't good at that. It took time and it took a process. And um, as I grew with my business, there was a motivation and there was a why behind it. So I'm not just talking to you so that I can get it out of the way so that I can potentially have a future contact. It was the mindset had shifted to this can put Melanin America out there. This could reach more people and give representation to more people, positive representation. Um, this could enlighten people and make them feel seen. And so my why had changed and my uh, my personal reason for doing it had changed. And that allowed me to network and give myself that 20 seconds of, okay, I can do this. I can have that 20 seconds of confidence and put myself out there, email, see if anything happens. So yeah. I think that you got to have that. And also being on Instagram lives is something that has helped me immensely. Just being on there, not as Mel in America, just being watching um, entrepreneurs, stuff like what you do when you're interviewing people. I'm just listening, putting myself out in the comments. And a lot of those people are mentors who want to help people and go into their DMs, message right. them, they respond. So stuff like that. You got to find what works. Oh, okay. That's great. So if you are still listening to the program, please remember to like and share this message. Share this video because someone out there de definitely needs this. So um, how long did it take you to really go from your vision to actually bringing it to, uh, to life? How long, how long did you have the vision nurtured in your, I mean, how long did you have it in your mind? Um, when it came to being like the vision of entrepreneurship I had since I was young, I knew that I would create something. It was just a matter of when I would create it. Okay. So a lot of people are dreamers who are like, I know I want to do this. It's just a matter of when. Um, and I had that opportunity when I had acquired the skills to do something. That's when I was like, okay, let me see what I can make. And I played around with things. And, um, in 2017, that's where I was like, oh, I'm just in a playing phase, seeing what works for me. And that's when I um, found this site where you can upload your your products to it and see if anything sells. And that's from there, it was just that week. And then I'm like, okay, let's see what else works. Let's see what else I can do, what can grind from what I can grind from there. Um, but I didn't want to hold on to it for too long. I just wanted to put it out there, test it. Because say that it, it wasn't something people were interested in and I held on to it for five years, that was five years wasted uh, of right. imagination. And so I, I didn't want to hold on to it for too long. I just, let's just put it out there, see if anybody likes it, um, see if this resonates. And if so, then cool. And if it doesn't, let's shift to something else, something else that I like or, or where's my niche audience. That, oh, okay. You know, so. Right. That's awesome. So apparently you always knew that you would create something. Mm -hmm. So, And when you started having that mindset, I believe you were always racking your brain mm -hmm. to see what you can create a solution for. Am I right? Yes. yes. All right. So, so, so that became your, you were sleeping, dreaming, thinking of, what to create. So now that's for you because you already knew what you wanted to achieve. Now, there are so many people out there who have not yet found their calling, who have not yet known what their 
niche or what skills they have. What's your advice for people like that? And they know they want to be entrepreneurs one day. Yes. Um, I, my initial advice is knowing that you want to do it. You just need to, you need to dream big and you need to put the risk out there. You got to do it. You can't say, oh, what if someone steals this idea? What if, um, what if I don't have everything when I get started? You have to push yourself and you got to put it out there. You got to try it out, see if it works. Because what happens is you grow and you know more as you go along. You right. don't just gain all the knowledge at once. And then you're like, now I'm a business and it's great. It's like, okay, I need to get an LLC. I need to um, get the products. I need to know who's the best manufacturers. I got to try out the different materials. So there's a process that comes along with it, but you have to start the process. You have right. to start like, what is the name of my brand? What does it do? What is my mission statement or whatever? And then go from there and just keep going, make something and keep going. Because oftentimes that I found that when I started something, it led to something even greater. And okay. because I started it, it showed me like there's a roadmap. So you just got to get on the road and start. Oh, okay. That's great. That's why Les Brown said, you don't have to be great to get started, but you have to get started to mm -hmm. be great. Thank you so much for that beautiful advice. Guys, please like and share this video. There's someone out there who has been waiting for a lifetime to hear this message. So now we've been talking about, you know, we've been trying to get some advice from you. Right now, I don't want to be too greedy now. I want to get back to you. My viewers would love to know, the people listening to this program, their podcast, and those watching their YouTube or Facebook, would love to know exactly what you do as a business owner. So mm -hmm. I want you to come up with your, is it one-minute pitch, one-minute presentation? Tell us exactly what Melanin in Africa is all about. Uh, melanin in America. Hopefully oh, sorry. Africa. Melanin in America. <laughs> sorry. Sorry about that. Thank you. Um, Thank but you. Basically, Melanin America uh, creates these niche melanin face pillows. We do vegan skincare and relevant um, apparel. That's kind of our whole encompassing of what we do. And the point of it is to create uh, representation in a positive light for the Black community um, and just to make it normal to embrace the black community without it being some negative stereotype basically so right yeah right so that's great and um for those people who would like to reach out to melanin in america donna hobley that's the website currently being displayed on the screen it's mm -hmm. melanin in america.com is that correct donna yes okay no problem and Someone asked a question. Um, the person wants to know, okay, if you have a, if, if one is creating a product right now, mm -hmm. I think the person wants to know what site is best to go so they can upload those products. Yes. So uh, it's Emily. I think Emily Culture is asking you that question. Can you please yes. respond to that? So there are quite a few sites that you can go to. Um, you just got to try out what works. But if you have a product and you need to get it out there, there's Etsy. And Etsy, you do pay a subscription to be on it. Um, there's Shopify. I use Shopify. You also have to pay a subscription, but you can upload everything on there. There is Teespring, which is spelled T-E-E -E, and then Spring. 
Um, and basically that is the one where you can, they'll supply the product for you, you put your design on it, you make your website and then you can sell it through Teespring. Um, that has its own challenges that you discover later on it, that you won't right. be able to get who the customer is and you'll be using their branding, but you still get to sell products. So it's, it's you decide what you can do in the beginning. If you want to start small and say, hey, I can't supply the branding and stuff like that, I can just make my own product. Then you would go to Teespring, Etsy, if you already have your product and you want a subscription, you go from there. And Shopify just has its own. There's so many things that you could do on there. So it's like the bigger platform for that. Oh, okay. That's great. Thank you so much for that. I know there's, there's so many people who are so grateful for that information. Thank you. So now this is where mentorship comes in. Are you willing to help people get started for someone who is interested in product development? We um, actually, um, in Colorado, we do have a couple of startups here. There's the Denver startup and then there's uh, a startup for the black community. I'm spacing on the name, but we do have a couple of mentorships and startups here that help you on your business process. Um, I could lay out a couple of things that would help you like make sure you have X, Y, or Z. Um, but I don't, <laughs> I know that I, I'm short on time. I, I definitely, if you guys have questions, please um, DM me, please reach out through email. I will right. get back to you. Um, so yes, <laughs> the short okay, answer. No yes. problem, no problem. <laughs> So where can people find your product? Is it on the website, melaninamerica.com? Yes, it's on the website. You'll be able to find all of the different products there. Oh, okay. That's great. So you only do pillows, right? I do pillows and there'll be um, vegan skincare, like makeup and different things and stuff for your skin and um, just apparel for Melanin America, just relevant apparel that uh, has statements on it. Uh, but pillows is my main focus because I um, know that home decor is where people, they come home and that's kind of like the big thing there. So right. that's where I've been focusing. Right. Okay. It's uh, Donna Hobley, Melanin in America. She is the founder, um, an entrepreneur. And for those of you who have an interest in product development, you can always reach out to her, you know. If she's less busy, she can always respond to you and answer whatever questions you have. Am I right, Donna? Yes. Yeah, and if you want to get products, go to her website. It's currently being displayed on the screen, melaninamerica.com. And do you do any kind of referral programs? Like, do you have any referral program if people refer people to you, customers to you? Do you do anything like that? Uh, currently, I don't do anything uh, like that because it, it hasn't been set up fully. So I'm still running a business, still figuring out everything. And um, that's a little bit harder. But we do have discounts all the time and um, more affordable options and things like that. Uh, when it comes to referral for if you have a business yourself and you need to get it out there, I do like recommend them to come on shows like yours or other um, interview podcasts, things that I've been on because I want their voices to be heard. So I right. refer in that way. <laughs> okay. Okay. So when people refer customers to you, you don't have a package of, you know, compensation to those who refer to you. So 
yeah, it's not set up yet because right. it's uh, it's I'm still trying to understand the no background problem. of how that works. But yeah, it's, it, not it's, set all, up right. Yet. it's yeah. all right. No problem. No problem. All right. Thank you so much for all that. So where do you see your business in the next five years? In the next five years, if I'm going to dream big and I hope that my business evolves past the platform of just pillows and just goes into different sectors of people's lives, different types of home decor. My hope is that it will be inside of um, libraries or malls or coffee shops, you know, just branching out and that it doesn't become a one state thing, that it's in different states and people get to interact and engage with that and feel that representation. So five years down the line, I'm hoping to spread big, dream big, and it explodes. That's great. I love that. You know, if you're wise big enough, you will always find a how. Mm -hmm. So for those people who have the, the, the visions, who have the, the intentions of becoming entrepreneurs, nobody's going to make it happen for you, but you, because you are the CEO of your destiny. You are the CEO of your life. It is you who will have to make the move, take action, and make things happen for yourself. Am I right, Donna? You are correct. That's yeah, awesome. Really. Great. <laughs> so do you have any last words for those people who are still trying to find their niche? Um, experiment. My last words would be to experiment. And I know from stuff that I like, I like to design. And so from there, it grew and birthed this uh, home decor. So if you have a niche of like, I love finances or something like that, where can it grow? You need to experiment with what works. And like we've been saying this whole time, you've got to start, you have to start experiment. And then from there, you can draw your solution of what you're trying to solve. But yeah, make sure you have a pain point, make sure you can solve and experiment. Right. Experiment. Take action. That's what she's saying because you are the CEO. Thank you so much for that. So to everybody listening to this program, there is a, a Chinese proverb that says, the best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago. Mm -hmm. the next best time is now. Do not wait for the perfect time to get started. Get started and things would happen. If you currently have a job and you have the intentions of leaving that job one day, because your job provides an income, but your business, your work, your calling provides a fortune. If you have that ideology, that intention to transition from being an employee to owning a business, you need to get started. Start. Use your nine to five to finance your five to nine. When you get off your employment, use the remaining hours that you have till the next employment resumption time to focus on your business. You are the architect of your destiny. It is you that would make things happen. Whether you think you can or think you can't, you are right. That's a quote from Henry Ford, and I love that. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much, Donna, for taking time out of your busy schedule to uh, come on the program. 
And I hope when next I call you, you will be willing to come and educate people out there. Yes, I want to provide more good advice. So thank you for having me on and thank you guys for tuning in and showing support. My pleasure. Thank you so much. So guys, please remember to like and share the video because you will you might just be saving the life of that one person who has been waiting for a lifetime to hear this message. So until next time, have a great rest of your day, everybody. And remember to stay healthy, stay safe. Have a great rest of your day. Bye.